Today's episode of Pushing Through is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, I have one word, I have one name, and he shined last night in Staples Center. Luca! Oh, we just down to one, we're just down to one name now? Is that what yeah, we're that's down where to? That's we are. We're, we're, all you got to say is Luca, and the people know. What can I say? Tate, he, he was amazing last night. What a weird series this has I mean, it's, it's it, taking. It, it I mean, it's taking. Zero a, sense. You know, it's like you know, try to try to explain this one. I mean, they lose the first two games, and you're like, okay, it's it's probably over. You know, you don't think that they're going to go down there and win two games. Talking about the Clippers, the Clippers mm-hmm. go down there and win two games, and then lo and behold, the Dallas Mavericks come back and win again in Staples Center, and Luca was just fantastic. You know, that young man is really making a name for himself. And, uh, you know, but the work isn't done. So we'll see what game six holds in store. And uh, someone has got to win at home. Yes, <laughs> somebody. The, you know, that's what we call it. Someone's got to win at home. So we'll see. Dallas has the first uh, crack at it. I saw Luca last night. Uh, you know, Dennis Scott was asking him about the mentality for this team as they go back to Dallas, and it was hilarious because Luca said we have to play like we're on the road, and uh, you know, playing at home—that is how this series has been. I also wanted to point out TNT put this graphic up last night: most points in first eleven games in NBA playoff history. I, I think that's a bit of a cherry pick stat. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why eleven. You know, I'm games. tired of, of most <laughs> best. You know what? Keep yeah. me out. I, I'm, I'm out of it. I just want to watch the game. You know, okay. like how about we just watch the game? And you know, this young man Luka Doncic is playing terrific basketball. You know, mm. you know he had every reason after watching Game Four to think with his his neck or whatever the issue may have, whatever this may have been, that uh, it wasn't looking good for the Dallas Mavericks. However, he comes back. He rebounds. The team rebounds. They make a length. Uh, 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 a, a change in the starting lineup, mm-hmm. and somehow, some way, they come up with a with a big time, big time game, big time victory. So, um, this is a weird series. I mean, you you talk about a bubble series. You know, I don't think the the Clippers and the Mavericks. I think they're still in the bubble. I I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think they ever left the bubble because this is really taking on a very strange. You know, this is a strange playoff series to say the least yeah and last night uh you know after the game I, I thought it was a really good conversation between Kenny Smith and Draymond Green kind of explaining uh you know some philosophies on how they would guard Luka uh and vice versa they were you know Draymond made a good point that you know the Mavericks their game plan is working because Reggie Jackson I think he took 12 threes in the game last night 
Uh, and obviously that's you know much more uh, than Paul George took. So that's probably you know a W if you talk about the Dallas Mavericks defense. Uh, and then Kenny Smith made up made a great point. And he said, "Look, I I know that Luca can have 40, 40 plus points on me. I want to just let him have twenty five assists. Let's see if he can have twenty five assists. I want to double him and make him pass the basketball. And I think you know you you said it at the start of the series. You know there there's going to maybe be some humble pie uh, where the Clippers have to double this guy because he is so impactful on that end of the floor. Well, you know I I, I think what what everyone has come to understand is that great players are going to be great. And when you have the ball in your hand, as much as Luca does, he's going to figure out the defense and he's going to figure out the schemes and give Rick Carlisle credit. He gives Luca Doncic the ball every single time in the middle of the floor and they play through it. Now Mm -hmm. that's an enormous responsibility for any player, let alone a young player like Luca. And Luca has the ball 90, literally, it's got to be over 95% of the time. I would agree. Yeah, He has the ball. He has the ball in the middle of the floor, and they play through that. That's their offense. You get the ball to Luca. everyone gets to their spot. The bigs get to their dunker spots. The shooters get to their spots. Luca, let's figure out what's the best matchup, because everyone switches, and then we go from there. Now, the amazing thing watching the game is we can go through all of these scenarios on what I would do, right? You know, the, the, you know the, the armchair or the couch coach. But the one thing I don't understand is the inability for players today or, or even teaching this is to fight over a screen. Like, if a guy is screening you past the three-point line, you can't fight over it or go behind it or whatever it is. Like, why do we have to switch? Every single time. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that just, is it like an unwritten rule now? If, if Midas walks by you, I have to switch. I can't like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is there an unwritten rule now in the NBA? If a five man sets a screen that the one, the one, the, the, the point guard or the, the smaller guy has to switch. That's what I don't understand now. Like, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, and, and Luke is operating that way. You can see it. I yeah, mean, he's Luke pointing like, guys okay, out for the switch. Yeah, yeah. He's like, look, okay, I want this guy to guard me, and exactly. then they switch. Yep. Why can't we fight over? Why can't we say, Luca, you're going left. We're going to dictate to how you go and make them adjust. He's a great player. You don't give great players options. This is what I don't understand. I'm watching, you know, Damian Lillard the other night. Same. I have the same question. Like, okay. If you're guarding a great player, you can't take away everything from that great player, but you can dictate what we're going to live with. Mm-hmm. We're going to live with Luka Doncic going left. We know the double team is coming left. Luka, we want Luka Doncic to pass the ball 50 times with his left hand because your job is to take away the bounce pass. I'm playing against John Stockton. John Stockton, he's going. He's a great player. I'm not going to – what I'm going to do, stop John Stockton? But what I can do is take away something. Mm-hmm. This is what I don't understand about the philosophy, the philosophies of today. And Luka Doncic is literally coming down the court saying, okay, I want this guy to guard me. You yep. come set a screen. And, and now then once I'm, he gets the matchup on. that he wants, then yep. he they go into isolation and everyone's standing around going, what are we supposed to do now? Mm-hmm. Like that to me doesn't make sense. Like, 
He is a great player, just in case no one knows. <laughs> so we're picking him up full court. We're going to drive him left. He hasn't shown the ability yet to shoot with his left hand yet. Maybe he can do it. And if he makes 40 points shooting with his left hand, hey, great job. And now yeah, we, we add that to the sky. Yeah, yeah, we learned something else about mm-hmm. his game. But until he does that, take away something. This is the playoffs. Take away something. Because mm. he's dictating every single time down the floor what he wants to do. How do you expect to win if the offense is dictating to you where he's going to go and what he's going to do? Mm-hmm. That's a great That's a great player's dream. That's a dream scenario for any great player. Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Giannis, Kevin Durant. Yep. That's what they want, people. So now, as a defense or as a defender... Just take away something and you live with the results. Mm-hmm. You live with it. But mm-hmm. what do I know? I, I'm not trying to say what I would do, but I do know this. Like, let's see. Can a guy go left? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. Because we know he can go right. We know he can shoot a step back. We know he can post up. We know he can step through. We know all of that. Let's just do something, Tate. Like, Tate. And last night, I didn't see anything. And that yeah. was the most disappointing part. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I heard Kenny Smith talking about, uh, you know, getting over those screens. I think he made a very similar point. And then, you know, you do have the Trey Youngs of the world. And Luca does this really well, too, keeping guys on their hips. You know, Chris Paul obviously is really good at this as well. But in general, if you fight over the screen and Kawhi Leonard is still matched up or Rondo is still matched on Luca, you know, you take that matchup. But it, it does seem like Luca in this game last night, he would get the switch on a Batum or, you know, a Terrence man, whoever it would be, whoever the matchup he wants. He would get hot, get rolling. And then Paul George or Kawhi or Rondo would come over to guard him and he's already going. You know what I mean? So it was just it was like too late for them to to have a real impact on him because he's already hot. So, yeah, I, again, I, again, that that's what I saw. It's very unfortunate for the Clippers because, you know, Luka's a great player. And when you have yep. a great player, you you always have a chance. I mean, he, he he's getting 40 on the road, okay? He's getting 40 on the road, Tate. Now, when you start doing 40s and stuff on the road and must games, it's not like Luka's coming to the gym and we don't know. Mm-hmm. He's the knows. first, second, and yeah. third option for this for this, for this team. And he is an exceptional, exceptional offensive player. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who's guarding him. But it does matter that we can guard him with the, with the and dictate who we want to defend him with. Mm-hmm. We, Kawhi Leonard, this is your guy. This is your matchup. This is where your help is coming. Your job is to send him this way. It is mm-hmm. our job to do this and now if Porzingis scores 50 that's on that's on us as coaches but we know for sure that we can't let this guy have 42 points what do you have 14 assists something yep, yep. 14 I mean, assists come on i mean that's unacceptable this is a game 5 come on tate this is this is this is amateur hour Mm-hmm. In many regards, like you're talking about elite defenders and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, veteran players. Just take away something. Yeah. 
If Tim Hardaway scores 40 points, we'll live with that. Yeah, I mean, only two players on the Mavs last night in double digits. Hardaway with 20 and Luka with 42. If, come on. Come mm-hmm. on. Double the guy in the backcourt. He's, he's bringing the ball up the court every single time. Yeah, let's just see if it's different when he's not. <laughs> okay, Let, let's see. He's bringing the ball up the court every single time. Every time he touches the ball, we're going to double team him. Mm-hmm. We're going to make Jalen Brunson be the initiator for the Mavs. Tate. <laughs> I mean, we just, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm not harping. I don't, I don't want to get into it anymore. I, I just, <laughs> it's so disappointing. But again, maybe this is the game today. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. You can't allow a great player to be great. That's the whole idea with playoff basketball. And if he is great, we're going to dictate how he's going to be great against us. We're going to take something away. Mm. Something. Something. I'm I, I supposed to learn something new. Like, okay, let's go back to the Knicks series. Nate McMillan and staff took away what Julius Randle likes to do. Mm-hmm. And if there's any weakness in your game in the playoffs, it will show up in the playoffs because a playoff team is going to take away something. That's why the games get more and more sophisticated as you advance because the defenses and the schemes get more sophisticated. And you got more tape and yeah. So it all Julius Randle, he was terrific during the regular season. We saw, we saw, Maybe a little weakness in his game once the playoffs began because they took away something. Now, Julius Randle now has to go back into the lab, like every player, correct that so that when he comes back to the same scenario a year from now, we all supposed to say here on the podcast, Julius Randle made an adjustment to his game this year Mm -hmm. because the Atlanta Hawks took away X. Julius Randle worked on X, and now that same scenario is not going to work. Yep. I mean, we saw it happen with Giannis this year with the Heat. That's that's playoff basketball. We already knew before the season, before the series started, that Giannis is a great, I mean, that Luka Doncic is a great offensive player. Mm-hmm. Have you seen anything new to his game? He's on cruise control, really. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. One of the great images, one of the great images we always talk about, right, in the media still is the shrug game. Why did he why did he do this, Tate? Because Portland made a decision. They said, we're not gonna let or allow Michael Jordan to drive and attack the basket like he normally does, and we will live with him making threes. And then when he started made it, when he started making threes, you know what I mean? It's just uh, he's laughing because I respected they, Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even Jordan was like, "It's not my, it's know, not my forte." But hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tate, okay, that's what made that game a beautiful game because they decided to take away something to dictate to the offensive player. This is what we're going to live with. Yep. Jordan, 
his game was attacking the rim, attacking the basket, causing havoc, slashing, da-da-da. He took what the defense gave him. Yep. That's playoff basketball. That's how sophisticated these games really are. Mm. This is what's game planning and schemes and awareness and all of these things are. Take away something. And it is up for the offensive player to figure that out, figure out what the defense is doing, figure out what the team is doing, figure out who's hot, manage the game and manage what's going on. Imagine if Jordan was like, no, I'm just driving to the basket. Yeah. You never would have got that great. You saw something in Jordan's game that you hadn't seen. You was like, oh, wow, he can shoot too. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, the next game, Portland had to make a move. Yeah. That's, what are we doing? Like, we all know Luka is capable of doing this. Nate McMillan made a conscientious choice. Whoever the, the Knicks said, we're going to involve Trey Young in a screen roll. I didn't see Trey Young switch. <laughs> come on, Tate. Tate, come on. We keep it real here. They fought through. The and, Knicks, and, then you, and then you saw a lot of pundits out there saying, why aren't they attracting, uh, attacking Trey Young? It's like Trey they can't because he's not switching. switching. Nate, Nate McMillan was dictating... What was going to happen? Nate McMillan made a choice. All I want to see from the Clippers, whether or not they can win or lose, okay, that's, that's, hey. But take away something from this young man. Just take away something. I don't care what it is. He demands a double team. (laughs) Yep. At the least. (laughs) Especially with this team. You you can't switch with him. Mm -hmm. We keep saying... He puts people on his hip. Well, he he has a 50-pound weight advantage. <laughs> I would look good playing against someone who's 50 pounds lighter than me. I could put them on my hip too. Yeah. He's dictating who he wants to play against as an offensive player with a live dribble. That's an offensive player's dream scenario. All right, let's move on, tape. Sorry. Quick break to get aware from our sponsor, Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Back to pushing through. I mean, you're 100% right. And uh, I think it's one of those... uh, I mean, I saw Ty Lue in the postgame last night. He seemed like, you know, uh, they were... They were ready to get to game six. He said there was a lot of, you know, the third quarter, especially, you know, he said he scored 21 points and had a lot of holes on the defensive end that they got to clean up. So we'll see if the adjustments are there for game six. Um, I want to talk about another team, BJ, the Utah Jazz, because I I wanted to give them kudos and credit because, uh, you know, they get up 3-1 last year in the bubble. Uh, All things were looking rosy. And then, of course, the Nuggets come back and win that series. Uh, They're up 3-1 against the Grizzlies. They're back at home. You know, the pressure's on to seal that series. And last night they do that. The number one seed, best record in basketball. So just wanted to give a tip of the cap to the Utah Jazz for uh, stealing that one, getting over the demons a little bit, and uh, again, moving on to the second round. Yeah, that, that's the name of the game. And give Utah credit. And 
you know, they're just trucking along. And yep. they lose game one. You know, give Memphis credit. I thought they had a great season. And they continue to advance. And, you know, John Morant, what he did starting going back to last season, he's continuing to make advancements in his game, right? Mm. People now are comfortable you know, with him shooting threes. Give him credit. He took the three. Mm. Okay. Again, give John Morant credit for recognizing what the team was dictating to him. And then he had the patience and the awareness to know what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, that's 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 the game. John Morant, he had a terrific series, by the way. He did. He had Historical. Yeah. He had a terrific series. It was a learning experience for him. And this young man is well on his way now to being a star. John Moran is a star. He's a star player. With that title now comes expectations. And I'm continuing to hope that he continues to add to his game because you're starting to see that three ball. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see him learning how to dictate a game. We all, we've all known he's an explosive athlete. We love the plays that he makes. He plays fearless, reckless. He just he just gets after it. So we, we 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 he takes on his matchup on the other end. So as he continues to grow, I expect this team now to to begin their journey of being able to advance and hopefully one day advance to the NBA Finals with him leading the charge because he's yeah. that good of a player. Yeah, he's he really twenty one years old. Um, I mean, I think that says a lot about where he is uh, in his career. Obviously, ahead of schedule, um, is a leader in that Memphis Grizzlies locker room and uh, has been better than advertised. And he was advertised at, at a very high level. So, I mean, that says a lot about John Moran. And I know it was tough after the series. You could tell how down they were, but you mentioned it. I mean, the fact that they, you know, they scratched and clawed their way into the playoffs says a lot about this team and. They have a bright future. They have a lot of talent there. I like Jaron Jackson Jr. I think Dylan Brooks is a nice fit with that team. Right. Uh, they, they have a grit and grind attitude towards the game. And, uh, you know, I, I, we, I, I don't think we've seen the last of the Memphis Grizzlies. No, the, I, 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 I think you're right. I hope you're right. And um, congratulations to them because, you know, that, that was a tough road. You know, those playing games, they had two playing games they had to win. You know, fortunately for them, they won. They want them mm-hmm. in dramatic fashion. And then they go out there in Utah and get a win. And that's a very positive. And they were very competitive throughout the series, even though the scores didn't, you know, didn't indicate it. But those were very competitive games. Mm-hmm. And uh, Utah was just the better team. You know, Donovan Mitchell comes back. I thought he, he played well. Uh, I was really surprised to see him play this well, being off for so long. Same. Yeah, I, w- I was really surprised by the, the consistency in which he was able to play, especially in these last four games. Yeah. And clearly the Utah Jazz needed him every every one of those games to win. I mean, he's he was a he was a he was a huge factor for them. So they advanced, they did a great job, and now they await the uh winner between mm. um what is it, the four think- or five, four or five. So Denver yeah. No, no, is that no? No, no that's it's Clippers, uh, Clippers, Mavs. Clippers, Clippers, Mavs. 
Yeah, the most uh, you know confusing series we've seen so far in the playoffs. So we'll yes. see how that plays out. Uh, the last series I want to talk about, BJ, before we get out of here tonight, we have the Lakers taking on the Suns, an important game seven, or sorry, an important game six, six trying to get right. to game seven uh, in Phoenix. We we saw what happened in game five that the Suns kind of blow them out. Uh, LeBron walks early to the locker room to get prepared for game six. Uh, so, so how do we explain this series? Because this is an absolute seesaw. We've gone back and forth and back and forth. I mean, I expect the Lakers to come out obviously tonight and play a great game. Uh, but it's really hard to, to dissect the defending champs right now. Well, the Lakers right now are in a desperation game. Mm Mm-hmm. Now they need 48 minutes, right? They need 96 minutes of great basketball. Mm -hmm. Championship level basketball. It's over, right? It's no more when we get healthy. It's no more, you know, coulda, wouldas. Now it's put up or go home. Mm -hmm. And right now they need everyone to be at their best. Because I believe that this Phoenix Suns team can withstand a great effort from LeBron James and still win. I believe they they think that. It doesn't matter really what I think, but I believe now that there's no more, well, if LeBron plays great, we can't sustain that and take your best shot. You know, like, Mm -hmm. that's to me, that was one of the more impressive things about watching the Denver Nuggets game the other night. Damian Lillard had a performance for the ages. Yeah, 55 points, 12 three-pointers. And Denver still won. Mm -hmm. And when you take a man's best shot and still win, that's more defeating in some regards than losing by 30 points. Because if you lose by 30 points, you can be like, oh, we just didn't have it tonight. Yeah, yeah, you let it slide, yeah. Yeah. But when you take a man's best shot, Damian Lillard, how much better can he be? What else can he do? Mm-hmm. Especially they, in the clutch. Yeah. Ex- that's what I'm saying. So I think that the, the, the team now, the Lakers, either you're going to do it or you're not. It's no more excuses. Schroeder and these guys did not play well in the last game. We don't know if AD and these guys are playing. LeBron, we need 45, 50 points from you, whether AD plays or not. Yeah. And we need these other guys to play above or beyond what we've come accustomed to them playing, talking about their role players. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Phoenix – I, I believe they are mentally prepared to say we are willing to do whatever is necessary. They look like a team on a mission. Yeah. They don't look intimidated at all. They I I think Chris Paul and these guys, you know, they 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 understand. And we'll see. I I I just want to see the Lakers come out and play with the sense of des- desperation that's necessary to win this game. Because Phoenix knows they have two games to win one now. Mm-hmm. They either win tonight or they, they got to win at home, but they got to win. So I think Monty will have his troops ready. And now it's up for the Lakers 
they got to do it. Here we are. We're at our moment of truth, as we as we like to say. And uh, I will be tuned in closely. Yes. Yeah. I will be tuned in on this one, Tate. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, Laker Nation will be out, especially if the Lakers don't advance. Yeah. I mean, and if you ever thought, I think, to start the playoffs, that the Clippers and the Lakers would both be down 3-2, uh, in the first round, that would be really shocking to a lot of people. So that's that's where we are currently. Like you said, the Lakers, they have uh, this stage to show something. I thought in game four, LeBron, he had like 25, 12, and 10. And, you know, the Suns still win that game. I think I think that was the game where they really said, oh, okay, he can, he can do everything and we can still get a W. And then in game five, it's a blowout. So I'm excited to see the response from the Lakers. Uh, I know AD was questionable. Questionable was better than out. So there's... Obviously, still a chance. Maybe that something happens there, but um, for for right now, it seems like it's going to be LeBron James and and this Lakers team trying to uh, to sustain and get to a game seven. And in game seven, LeBron's won on the road before. We saw it in 2016 in the finals. So uh, you know that if I'm the Suns, I, I'm trying to get it done tonight. Yeah, you you you, you listen. You don't want to give the opponent any more room to believe than necessary. Mm-hmm. And if the Lakers can get to game seven, that's a, that's a, that's a win for them in many regards. Cause that gives Anthony Davis more time to rest possibly yep. provided, you know, whatever's going on, he can play through it. And, you know, and, and, and anything can happen. Anything can happen. I know they're at home in game seven, but you know, when you have a, a great player like a LeBron or or these guys, you know, the, the the home doesn't matter. It matters to the bench guys. I think it matters to the role players. But a player like him who has seen it, he's seen it all now. Mm. Mm. That it really doesn't matter. So I think it's important for the Phoenix Suns. I think it's important for the Phoenix Suns to do the following. They may or may not win this game. Because sometimes you... If LeBron has one of those, like Luka Doncic, like Luka Doncic had a, a, a game last night where he's just saying, wow. Yep. Okay. But when you have those type of games and a player performs at that level, you still can win the, the game because you have to make sure that that player doesn't have the confidence to say that I can do that again. Luka Doncic had a nice, easy 42. Mm-hmm. That was a nice, easy 42 because he was never uncomfortable during the game. He could have had 50. I mean, he missed a, a few shots down the stretch. He yeah. w- That was a comfortable 42. When you plan against a great player, you got to make that great player uncomfortable. In some capacity. Like, when you drive to the basket, we're going to touch you. When you come off a screen roll, we are going to double you hard. There has to be something that's uncomfortable about that game so that that great player is like, do I really want to do this again? Luka Doncic, he was tiptoeing through the tulips. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he was on cruise control, yeah. He was, he he had one play, Tate, where he literally dribbled in a circle. Yes, he literally dribbled in a circle in an yeah. NBA game. It was very playground. He was tiptoeing yeah. through the tulips. Yeah. Okay. LeBron, I, I think the first quarter 
of tonight's game, the Phoenix Suns versus the LA Lakers will tell me everything I need to know. And here's a, here's the one thing to look out for, Tate. If the Phoenix Suns win the first quarter of this game, they'll probably win this game. Why? Because you set the tone of like, we're here to fight. Mm-hmm. We're here to fight, and we're here to fight for eight quarters. We may not win, but we're here to fight. Mm-hmm. And if you let someone know, the opponent know that you're there to fight in the first, now that opponent has to say, do I want to fight and do I really want to go through this? Mm. See, that, that's the mentality of a playoff team. Monty Williams, I don't care about the fourth quarter yet. I want to set the stage because I want this team to go back at the end of the first quarter and say, do we want to do this for seven more quarters? Mm-hmm. Or, do you, or, or do we want to just wrap it up and say, hey, you know, we're injured. It's easier to go yeah. on vacation. Yeah, it's yeah, easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I really want to fight this team? Do, not do I really want I know the Lakers want to beat this team. Do I really want to fight this team? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to win this game tonight. Everybody wants to win this series. But how many people really want to fight to win that series? That's what the Phoenix Suns have to do. And if they win this first quarter and they come out and throw the first punch, the Lakers might say, I don't want to do that mm-hmm. and just go home. Mm. Mm. That's a, that, 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 see, Monty Williams... That's the that should be the strategy for tonight. Yep. Let's win this first quarter. And then after the first quarter, then I'm gonna bring strategy on the game. Yeah. Because I we'll, want to see who wants to fight. Yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let's let's go out there, you know, have a little bit of a uh dog to dog interaction, you know what I'm saying? Heads up, toughness, yes. like get get in the grill, let them know that we're here, we're, we're here. present. We're here. Yeah. We're here. We're here to fight. Then yeah. after we find out who on their team want to fight, then we can talk about a little strategy. Yeah, then we match up. Yeah, that if the because LeBron's gonna fight, you know what I mean. It's about LeBron but, finding the other four guys. Make yeah. him figure out. Say, man, do I really want to do this for seven more quarters? Though, yeah, especially by myself. You know, see, you got to make him talk to himself. Yeah, yeah, like, you got to have the doubt. Yeah, it's but the if mental he's aspect. He's tiptoeing through the tulips. And he's fading away, and the crowd is going well, and no one's touching him, and he's running around throwing alley-oops off the backboard, and now we got a problem. Mm-hmm. See, now we got a problem if we finish. Win that first quarter. Then, guys, we can worry about all of the other stuff. Yeah, I promise you I'll have a game plan ready if we can win this first quarter. May- Let's fight. That, to me, would be the strategy for the nice game. And then games, game seven, now they got something to think about. Yep. Yep. Now you got something to think about for game seven. Because you're like, for man, sure. we know they're going to scratch, they're going to claw, and it's going to be even heightened. And I got to fly to Phoenix, and I got to crowd, and, 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 and to a point where you'd be like, ah, it's not worth it. Yep. See, it's not worth it. Yeah. We're already down. It's already over. I already got excuses. Yeah. Now mm. you're talking, Tate. Now, now we're talking. talking. Now we're talking. Yeah, that's the, that's the narrative play. Uh, so here we're we go. See. So we're gonna see. That's go. That that that's the key for me. The first quarter, and you and I will be. Uh, 
we will be watching that. We will be watching closely. that first quarter closely tonight. Closely, very closely. Again, the playoffs, uh, they are going on tonight. We've got a lot of good games, so everyone tune in. We will be back uh, later, actually early next week, uh, as we get things rolling here at the end of the week. BJ, anything else before we get out of here? <sighs> Winning water, though, Tate. You got to make waves. We'll see you soon.